Snap into a Slim Jim. Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 127. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-hosts, Ryan Sineski and Jenna. Hello. Hi guys. How are you Hello doing there. this fine, completely dreary, rainy, 50-something degree Sunday? I love this weather, except for I'm really sad because it was supposed to be Wheels of Italy Part 2. Well, it was. I went, but it was a very slim turnout. Yeah. I It was a small turnout, but I saw most of the cars I wanted to. Yeah, I mean, there was still some good stuff there. There was that there really was... cool 90s, like a super late model, like 94 Alpha. The Alpha Spider? No, no, no. It was the, the 156. Oh, the, or whatever. Like beige four-door? Yeah, it was yeah. one of the four. Like, they made 400 mm-hmm. that came to America yep. before they pulled out, and I thought was kind of cool. That was post-Milano, though? Or the yeah. Milano was the smaller one? The Milano was the smaller one. It was the earlier one, but the Milano was rear-wheel drive. That one was front-wheel drive. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so that, it, that makes sense. It's not actually good or anything. Um, I think Casey bailed. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> okay. enough. Yeah, apparently. Um... But, yeah, no, we saw that. Uh, I saw Fulvia, uh, 1.3 mm-hmm. Fulvia. That was cool. I saw a, a uh, Citroen SM leaving. That was Harold, yeah. Yep, and there's that really cool Ferrari uh, 330 that was there. My favorite car, oddly enough, was just because I've never actually seen one in the flesh before, and it was a... The FF? No, uh, oh. I've seen those. There, I think it was a GTC4 Luso. It was a wagon. Right, a little shooting break. Anyway, neither here nor there. They're like the 9902 Maserati Coupe. It was sold with a six-speed manual. Most of them weren't. You've never seen one. With I've a six-speed never seen manual? a six-speed one in person. I know they exist, but they're always cambio cars. Yeah, they're always like, terrible. This one was like super well looked after, and it was a six-speed. I'm like, all right. I told Jan, I said, thank God for like early 2000s Maseratis being absolutely <laughs> cheap and mm-hmm. disposable, yep. because that show that's the only thing I kept that show afloat today. Well, Fiat 500s so and 124s. Yes. That was like half the parking lot. Yeah, like all, all 12 of the cars that were there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and I, I felt a little bummed out that they put all that, because that's not cheap to run that show. No. And they just got hosed on the weather. It was paid for by sponsors. I mean, it's not that oh, big good. a deal, but... Oh, good. Uh, that, did you guys see that Huracan with the White Claw wrap on it? No, uh, it wasn't I, there when I, we got there. It was not there, but I did see it at light the night. Yeah, I just love that. So I it follow says, a Tumblr Ain't called... Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Can you put that on yeah. the screen? So I follow uh, a Tumblr called... I'm going to email this to myself. Shitty Car Mods. And they posted that. And they're like, found an MN. And I was like, what? I love that that was on, sh- I love that that was on Shitty Car Mods. Whoa. Yeah. Like I, that's... Uh, I updated my phone software and I have absolutely no idea how to put this into google drive now <laughs> oh oh what there it there is um but yeah so i thought it was funny because i i thought i'd found something new to show ryan and he goes oh no that was at late the night and i was like and you didn't tell me because i was too busy making tacos that night to go to the mm, car show oh i love yeah. tacos yeah i'll have to make them for you sometime i um yeah no then I, last night we went over to uh butter's uh, house. Oh, His but... grandma made us coffee and toast oh, at, at 2 a.m. Yeah. That sounds lovely. Yeah, his Let's... grandmother's very German. I wish she would follow through on car transactions. That would be cool. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. But to be fair, he's also, he gets into this like phase where he really wants to sell his 190, and then he has to like, find a way to back out without being like, you know, a dweeb about it. But yeah, it's like... Yeah, ghosting is not a good way to do it. Yeah, no, it's not. But, you know. Um, All right. White Claw, there it JPEG. Is. Here, here it comes. So, there it is. Mint. 
I love that it's got Donald Oh, it's got Trump. a plaque on it? <laughs> Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. That's hilarious. That's so funny. I, I mean, I, I'm sure I hate this person, but like... Oh, you know it. That's oh, a pretty good yeah. livery. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I just want him to remain a mythical figure. Yeah, I don't actually yeah. want to meet that person. There's a very no, high likelihood that no. person's be a massive douche. Yeah. But, uh, no, I love that. I hope it's that this. man in the yellow raincoat. The very also, old... Also, this is John back here, apparently. Oh. That, that man in the yellow raincoat looks like real-life Aqualung. Um, <laughs> but, no, we, I want to talk about uh, Butter's grandma, because she's got, like, the best taste in cars. Okay. Because she has a uh, Mercedes... 500 SLC. Okay. That is gray market imported to America in the 80s. Okay. And her husband drives a manual 380 SL. That's pretty cool. That's a rare car. Yeah, very very cool. On AMG Pentas and um Is that that green one? Yeah, that green yeah, one. I've yep. Seen that. It's a nice they, car. They also have a uh, C36 AMG. And Those two, are cool too. Two very clean 300 TEs, a uh, pre-facelift and post-facelift. Okay. Me and Trig were Going back and forth, Trigg's wrong, and he thinks that the uh, he thinks that the uh, post facelift looks better, which is not correct. Oh, it is though. No, it's not right. Yeah. Well, so I asked Paula, who is our our neutral party, who she is learning about cars but doesn't really know much about them. I said, which one looks better? Because the post facelift is objectively a better car. But no, it's. I would say it's actually objectively worse because that's when they went to water-based paints, so they rust well, out no, no, way I mean, quicker. I mean mechanically. Even still, no, they're much more advanced. But the engines in them, arguably, the M119 isn't as good as like the earlier V8s, which weren't offered, and the M104 is not as good as the M103 because the early M104s had head gasket problems. But they they had head gasket problems. They did not have CIS. Oh uh, yeah, the early ones did. Well, I mean the later ones, the one that they have. Right, but a lot of facelift 104 okay. cars still have CIS. So the um, the the correct answer is the. I'll pull up both. Uh, the yes, the the. So post, this is a post facelift the, here. No, you gotta show the grill because the grill's where the travesty is. No, it's the cladding. No, no, so all right, I should state that both of them had post facelift cladding, which looks better. Um, but we we're, we're oh, pre facelift doesn't have cladding. It's this. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. They both had the cladding on it. Cause, so this somebody had added it on before they bought it. Oh, okay. Um, so a preface car. Note the grill. That looks amazing. And then let's get the grill. Note the excellent plastic. Yeah, that makes the plastic the car look looks much better. way better. Yes. And signal red, which is a 1994-only color. So can we please bring up the grill for the, pre- the post-facelift? Because the post-facelift grill looks... Looks absolutely dreadful. Uh, where's a factory no, one? That's these are all pre facelift because nobody wants to look at that post. I'll just type in 1994. Oops. We're always really really good at maintaining. Uh, interesting there it is, radio. right there. 92. That one. That's no, a 94 was. Oh, uh, right there. That that 90 to 95. That's a post facelift front end. There we go. Look at that gross yeah, like trash. Much Chinese, better headlights. Yeah, Chinese taxi cab grill. I like it. Looks good. Yeah, it looks gr- it looks great if you're coming home from a bar There's in Guangzhou. This aged 1984 relic, and then you've got the modern ah, W202 gross. style grill. Disgusting! What is wrong with you people wanting to put modern stuff on an old car? It's called avant-garde. Looks, I just like it's avant the trash. headlight wipers. The headlight no, wipers those are, are available great. on all of them. Yeah, it's always yeah, available. But, but yeah, no, the, the bigger the flush grill headlights, looks those look super better than the these grill garbage looks so things. Much better. Yeah, those headlights are Bumpers terrible. Bumpers trash, the wheels are terrible. This is just better all around. 
Well, except for the grill, because the grill looks awful. And the grill literally turns me off from the entire car. Oh, I too really, bad. It's really a better car, and it looks better. It's, no, the, grill's, the grill ruins it. I oh. do like the I, other grill, I would, but I don't think it ruins it. I think I would rather drive that in that exact spec than driving the best version of the post facelift. Yeah, well, I mean, it's okay. fine to be wrong. I'm not wrong. No, anyway, so moving on to our topics. Um, oh, let me wake my <laughs> tablet here. Oh, did I? Can we, can we go to our ta- topics? Is your computer still not on? It, it's in the process. All right, of well, the first topic's mine anyway, so I'll start okay. with it. So I have some really bad news. I know. I, I mean, saw We knew this was this. coming, but it's, it, we posted it on the Facebook page, yeah, too, so yeah. it's not news to people. But the Fiat 500, after almost eight years in the United States, is being officially axed. Which I'm super, super sad about because, like, like you mentioned in the notes, mm-hmm. it, they didn't do anything for it. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it was a victim of FCA not advertising the car. The car, the body shell itself, the headlights and all the hard locations, has been around since 2008 in Europe. Yeah. We got it in 2012. But, I mean, this car has been completely unupdated, basically, for 11 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm, I, I, I like that. Um, I do, too, but it's not going to sell. No. I think they just did it right the first time. Uh, the person yeah, I'm going to really blame is going to be Scott Manley. Okay. Because uh, he's the man that took over after Marchone died. Uh, and Scott Manley came from Jeep. Uh, and Scott Manley is responsible for the whole is SUV he the one that everything. took the uh, manual transmission out of the Renegade? Too? Yes. Mm, I don't like uh, this person. No, Scott Manley sucks. Screw you, he, Scott I Manley. Did, he I, also does not live up to his name because he's not a Manley. Because a real man drives a manual Fiat 500. Yeah, and Poor, like, sweet, gentle Fiat 500. Ryan and I always go to the auto show, you know, and go to the auto show. Um, we always go and sit in the, all the Fiats because mm-hmm. it's fun, yeah. and they always have the manual Fiats out, Yep. and everyone is always super excited about them, but they're mm-hmm. like, I didn't know this came in manual, or I didn't know this came in this. And everyone is still like clinging on to the loud boomers that had their crappy-ass X19 with yeah. no dealer back in the 1980s, and like, oh, fix it again, Tony, they're unreliable, exactly. when in reality, the That's 500 actually... is probably one of the most reliable modern cars sold. I actually, when I when I'm dumping off my van, there's a high likelihood that I'm gonna get rid of it and get a Fiat 500, mm-hmm. just to make a statement to say, look how reliable this car is. Yeah, it's true. I mean, even the Abarth, some people modifying them stupidly, like there are a lot of them out there with 160 to 200 thousand miles now, and they're they're yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah, and like. Our goal at the auto show is whenever we're like sitting in them, we just tell people like, "Yeah, this can tow. This actually has." Space I actually in the have that picture of you towing. With the boat? And, yeah. No, the uh, the cut in half E thirty. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and my favorite one's the boat. Because it's just like not enough people know enough about the Fiat right. to actually consider purchasing it. And then when we talk to them, they always go, "Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to go talk to somebody and see." Oh, I can option this out. Right. Yeah. And, but the, the second-hand cars are a great value and a yes. great buy. But I think that's also cannibalizing a lot of the new car sales mm-hmm. on the 500 because you could literally go buy a 2012 car yeah. that's identical to a 2015. Mm-hmm. And then in 15, late 15, they added the digital gauge cluster. Yeah. And they revised the wheels. And then in 2016, all of them became turbo. Yeah. But yeah. other than that, there's been no revision. Well, and I do have to say because... I was looking at both used ones, yeah. and I was pricing one out 
uh, new. Sure. And I couldn't find the options I wanted on the new one. Like, hmm. I couldn't do, like, because I really wanted that, like, pistachio green. Yeah, that was and only I wanted, color. I wanted a... Um, tan convertible top with, okay. a, with a tan interior mm-hmm. and then oh, they tan had, interior is tough yeah and then i wanted the cream stereo which was an additional and so like i could find all of that in used ones yep. if i looked hard enough yeah those but are when i went online i i couldn't find i couldn't spec it out to be that way if i wanted the any green it was always a white well interior. that like baby blue is pretty nice too yeah, but then the that kind of became relegated to the 1950 edition which is yes. also 57. a super cute card is that 57 yeah. edition yeah. okay but anyway uh, i'm upset about this i yeah. i totally understand it but it, the thing the, fi- the 500 l is still on sale the 500 x is still on wait, sale. wait 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 time out the l is still on sale i believe so the 500 l is still on sale i yeah. actually really like that that's still on sale because i like it's stupid a pillar with glass it's actually a really nice car to be inside of yeah. and if you get it in trekking trim it's like not that ugly well yeah. no i mean and at no least i, I still actually selling really, some fiats. I really that's like the vehicle you should buy no i really like the stupid uh a pillar and i would buy that except for hello welcome back hello. <laughs> I, I would buy that except for the fact i need to make a statement with the fiat 500 because i yeah. also make the statement that anything you can do you can do with a car that's twenty five percent smaller than whatever you have. Right Absolutely, now. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was, I can't think of really a scenario where I had my five hundred, specifically the gas one, where I had to like go get a different car to do something. Yeah. No, you never you did. Fit, like a, a five... lot of engines and a lot of. Parts yeah, like in there. I drove it to Mankato and I put two six cylinder BMW engines and two manual swaps in it. Yeah. And well, oh I've, my gosh! I've always said <laughs> I. Um, yeah. And my mom's <laughs> Honda Fit. Full. We were saying, like, oh, I need a big SUV. I'm like, I drove a Honda Fit. I put a B17 into it, a full set of wheels, rear uh, disc brake, mm-hmm. uh, trailing arms, yeah. and uh YS1 GSR transmission well, yeah, in the... the trunk of that without stacking anything on top of each oh, other okay. except for the wheels. Fair enough. And it all fit perfectly, <laughs> and everything got there safely. Mm-hmm. And I, it was so nice that the wheels didn't even get any dirt from the engine on them. Yeah. So I didn't even have to clean the wheels off. Hatchbacks are good. Yeah. Thoroughly good. That's something that anybody else on Earth would be like, hey, I got myself a Home Depot truck, oh, and I'm and just, like, heaving it into the interior of this fit. Like yeah. Every time I see, like, an F-150 pulling a 5 by utility trailer, I'm like, you are... You were part of the problem. Exactly. And, like, I mean, my dad's had trailers, but that's because he's always had smaller trucks. And the bed of his truck is full, and he needs We should also note that this is a man that's using a Honda Ridgeline. And the Ridgeline's... (laughs) He's using it as a truck, which is very uncommon. As a truck, and that that bed Mm -hmm. is already full of work stuff. Because yeah. he's yeah. a landlord. He drives all over the world. Right. right. Not world, but state. <laughs> yeah. Same mean. thing. Yeah. Slight yeah. exaggerations are totally okay. And, like, the trailer we have is very small. Or had. It got yeah. stolen. And, but, that's, you know. <laughs> and that's fine. There's a use case for pickup trucks. Light duty yeah. and heavy duty. But, like, the oh, majority yeah. of half-ton pickups never haul anything. And the majority of 3,500 pickups never haul anything. So I've thought, I thought of two people that I know that own trucks that necessitate them. And one's... Okay. Anna and Josh, because Anna hauls horses. Okay. Another one's Chris Lee. And because Chris Lee, he loads up his bed with his jack and his track tires and everything. Mm-hmm. And then on his trailer behind it, he's got his 10-second STI. And so he actually needs that 
for doing all the stuff that he's hauling. And since he's driving it, not just like down the street, but he's going across the state, like he's going to like all the way out to BIR. He's going all the way down to like Southern Iowa. He's going way out to South Dakota. Like he's like going way out in the sticks. Mm -hmm. It's more fuel efficient for him to use a Cummins pickup than Mm -hmm. it is to use like a forerunner. Yeah. That makes sense. But if you're doing anything other than hauling a horse or a race car that literally cannot be driven on the street. Correct. There's no reason to own a pickup truck. Well, that's the thing with your diesel heavy-duty pickup. Is like, yeah, they get excellent fuel economy on the highway while they're pulling, but they get about the same fuel economy when you, when you drive them empty. So exactly. it's like, okay, well, yeah, if you're legitimately using it like that, yeah. then it makes sense. Yeah. But if it's your only vehicle and you're daily and you never pull anything with it, stop Yeah, it. no, I always yelled at people in high school for getting trucks because I was like, you're in high school. Why do you need a truck? I'm always like, get stop it first of all it's not stop it <laughs> i'm just like well, stop and they're like it's free and i'm like stop it my favorite thing Trade is actually in. the drive.com uh had a uh article where it said the only reason that you are buying a pickup truck is because you want to be a cowboy yes yeah and and that's a really good point because there's no reason for you to own that pickup truck other than the fact that you really love Ken- Kenny Chesney and you want to be him. Yeah, and <laughs> I don't actually know who Kenny Chesney is. He's but. A, I just named a random country music artist. Oh, okay. And Whoever did that old time road song. We've also talked a bunch of times about how I, like, even though that my GPR doesn't necessarily fit in Fiat 500, we could make a trailer for it and still It'd fit in a 500L. It would fit in a 500, yeah. not a 500C. Yeah. 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 So yeah, no, you could you could fit it in the 500, but I think like fit it without ruining the interior, mm-hmm. without any extra strain, sure. it would be tough in the 500. Yeah, I've never but actually the, seen this device. But. It, it's, oh, it's, it's the size of a large lawnmower. It's I don't I honestly don't think it would fit in a 500 just because it's very awkwardly shaped. Um, because it's be. it's uh it's heavy, it's clunky, the wheels are big, and it can only that pull. Wheels? It, yeah, yeah. It, very it's, large wheels. It's basically like imagine a giant push lawnmower. That's what a GPR looks like. A ground yeah, penetrating you, radar. Uh, ground penetrating radar USGS or yeah, USGR actually. Oh. USGR. So that oh, there big it is. Thing, yeah. yeah. It, it, that's like whoa. That's a, a much small smaller one. one. Yeah, that's a much smaller one than what oh. they have. Because um, theirs is. Like, it, it has about the same footprint. See, that, that yeah. guy. This one? No, the one this with one? the red. This one? Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's about the size of a large push lawnmower. Okay. I, that would definitely fit in a 500 if the handle folds up. It, it Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Okay. Actually, that one's a little bit smaller than yours, because yours yeah, is probably about four ours, inches wider. Yeah, ours is a chonky boy. and <laughs> Like a Modi. Yeah, yeah it, a roller it takes Modi. up, like, a corner of our classroom. So it's like... It's, it's got it's got a really. It fits nicely in the back of my Sienna, but anywhere out like, um, a previous professor had a Jeep of some sort, and it. Well, Jeeps are terrible. And it was yeah, it, not space it fit snugly. So, in um, there. how much does it weigh? Because that's I think the the more importantly is it's like a hundred pounds, right? No, it doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't weigh that much, but I can't pick it up on my own. Well, I, I think like with like all with the bag. other accessories in the Pelican case and everything, that yeah, all, it's, like it's a hundred it's a hundred pounds worth of trash that you have to like pull out of your sure. car, yeah. yeah, to like get that out. Yeah, custom trailer, I think it'd make more sense. Yeah, yeah. custom roll it in, roll it out. Yeah, or or even like a five hundred L. 
mm-hmm. where it's just yeah. a little bit wider. Well, it's it's just the fact that you'd have to put it a low weird. liftover height, and it's got um, more interior volume too. So yeah. Uh, Sorry, that noise is a buffer for all of you wondering. It's rolling behind me because I had no other time to get this car detailed. Which car? Uh, it's my sister-in-law's 2004 BMW 530i six-speed. Oh, she still has that. She loves her car. It's always got, like, there's an airbag warning light on for a seatbelt tensioner or something like that, oh, which bothers her, but I'm just like, well, there's nothing I can do about it. I don't know which part's actually... Because yeah, the, the code it spits that, out yeah. is not... It's, it doesn't make sense. So, I understand that. Speaking of things that are frustrating, yes. like truck owners, oh. uh, I've got another one that really bothers me. This one came to my mind on Friday on my way to work. Um, I found the person that I hate, the only other person on earth I hate as much as a left lane camper. Okay. And that is the person that uh, they, they not only betray my trust in humanity... But they take advantage of my generosity. Oh my god! This is the sort. This is the person that we. And you are well known for your generosity. Yes, I am. Known. And so this is the person that's behind you at a stoplight. Okay. Who's turning right? You're in the slow lane because you have to turn right at the next street. Yeah. And you move forward for them. They easily have three feet of space on each side of their car yep. that they could squeeze through. Yep. And they choose not to. And now you are like completely blocking mm-hmm. the pedestrian intersection yep. because you tried to let them by. And you're being generous. You're going out of your way to make sure they get by. Mm-hmm. And they're doing nothing with that generosity. That person is every bit as much of a piece of shit as the sort of person <laughs> that drives 40 miles an hour in the left lane on a 70-mile-an-hour street. I do have to say on the opposite end where the people don't move up when you, you Yeah, need if to there's turn. just enough room and they don't move, yeah. oh, that's annoying. It's too, usually but... the same person. Yeah. Because yeah. th- this is the sort of person that doesn't give to charity. This mm-hmm. is the sort of person that thinks that Mother Teresa was wasting her time. And this is the sort of person that believes people in Africa <laughs> that are dying of Ebola should just go to the doctor a little bit more. No, this is where a person is so wrapped up in their own self-interest, they don't understand how the rest of the world works, and they don't care about other people. These people are the scum of humanity, and they, they also, should all die in a fire. They don't like driving, which no, means they they're don't. no good at it. Exactly. Which means they should have their driving license taken away. They Thank should. you, Jeremy Clarkson. And this is why I'm mad Well, today. you know, I think that is a completely verifiable and understandable grievance yeah that, that, that is... happens to me right outside of normandale all the time where france meets uh, 98th street and there's a turn lane that people like to block all the time or when i move up they don't go into the turn lane it's like what? i think just driving etiquette in general is so poor yeah here because i mean we have this unique thing where it's it's right turn on red or whatever yeah. and that's actually pretty unique to north america so you don't yeah. find that sort of thing even reversed in other parts of the world but we misuse it so much, it's almost like we don't even, you know, like it's yeah. not even a thing. Exactly. Well, what's up, Jana, what's the name of that publication that does the books on etiquette? Like on table etiquette. It's... Oh. Oh, I don't know. I don't oh, yeah, know what you're, you're asking but, me. Yeah, you... yeah, the elocution books. I know what you mean. Yeah, there should be an elocution book on driving etiquette. Yeah, there really should be. We actually should make one and sell it on the Carbitrage website. <laughs> Can you imagine how just Asperger's that book would be? Oh, I, I think I'm so actually going to go home and work on it this evening. Do it. Like, uh, have I'm you seen um, The Office where uh, Dwight Schrute throws a garden party for a coworker, and Jim writes a book on garden party etiquette? 
that's what I feel like this is going to turn I out to be. I actually don't know if I've seen that. No, actually, I'm going to... Um, that's exactly how this is going to turn out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start pulling all, like, everybody I know and come up with every weird situation where okay. people are jerks. You can go pee. <laughs> thank, thank you, Ryan. <laughs> um, we, we, should, we should come up... Uh, we should actually like just come up with every possible what? scenario where somebody can be a dick. Should you shit with the door open? Yeah, do it. Go do for it. it. Do you want a mic? <laughs> we got longer cords now. We can probably... God damn it. Um, um, God, where were we? Uh, this thing you pulled up. Yes, you pulled okay, up Okay, let's just move on to my story then, because I, I totally got derailed by shitting with the door open. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Bugatti. They uh, they took their production Chiron, which is basically just a floofed-up Veyron. They made the tail a little bit longer, and they did a non-verified 300-mile-per-hour... Uh, speed and then, run and then they gave and up an LSA. No, they they actually they did that speed, but it wasn't official because they didn't do it both directions. Well, no, they're saying oh. that they're not doing any more top speed testing. So Why? what I think so is this was their probably, mic drop. I you know it wasn't a mic drop. You know, I bet it was. It was them trying to do it, and then they could not get past two hundred ninety five miles per hour. And they're like, yeah, we hit three hundred, and we're not doing it anymore. And well, I mean, there's video of it hitting over three hundred, but it's like, what if it was with the wind and this and that? Which, well, you know, do you was. remember when when in Top Gear when Jeremy Clarkson would test cars and the speedo would just peg yes. at fifty five miles an hour and keep revving? Uh, it was the Volkswagen commercials. Yes, like you're clearly going way too fast. We're doing thirty. <laughs> they, they took the same commercial where they were just flying through the countryside and then they spliced in a clip of a speedometer needle exactly at thirty. <laughs> like, oh, it's I impossible. remember that. Yeah, <laughs> that oh, was one of my favorite episodes. That it was is a really, a really good, good, good thing. So, but anyway, yeah, they, this is, they call it a production car, but this is a long tail Chiron. It's not a regular one. So it's its not even really. I, it's I mean, just longer? It's cool. Well, yeah, it's a long boy. It's, it's, a little, it's, it's got a, a little bit more right of a boat tail on long it. Cat? But so, all right, I have a few things here. First off, this okay. is Volkswagen, so I don't trust anything that they say. Well, it's going to blow up. No, somebody else needs to verify this, not Volkswagen, because Volkswagen also verified that they had clean diesels. Yeah, I bet um, they have a little software flash in their V box, which is like. 1.15% yeah. more. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, the, uh, I, also, I'm not, I, I mean, it's cool and all, but great, you know, like, the kind of, or, uh, Hennessy already made a aftermarket one. Uh, Koenigsegg is going to come out the Jesco any minute now, and the Jesco is What is the Jesco again? That's the... Jesco? I don't know. It's, that's a successor to the Agrera. Okay. Uh, and that's supposed to go... Uh, so right now they do the Agera, the Regera, and the 1-1. One one, is that right? Yes. And the Jes- Jesco replaces the Agera? Yes, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, but the Jesco is going to hit 300 sure. in production form. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, unlike Volkswagen. Because Christian von Koenigsegg is going to just do when it. When he says something, he does it. Right. When, like, we've already done this 15 times, but I want to make sure it's a little more solid. for. When the... Volkswagen says something, they lie to you. Correct. <laughs> Like a bad husband. <laughs> oh my god! No, honey, I'm 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 not going to the titty bar. I'm no, not going no, to the titty bar in Vegas. No, no, no honey, that that's... we're just going to work conferences. No, honey, that that's your underwear that you found in the glove box of my car after the titty bar. <laughs> like, no, that's Volkswagen. No, this whereas, glitter was legally obtained. Yeah, whereas whereas Koenigsegg, they go, hey, honey, do I need to check your glove box? Go for it. Uh, <laughs> whereas Koenigsegg. They'll go, hey, all my friends are going to the titty bar, but instead, 
me and Ralphie went over to the succulent bar and I made you this adorable succulent display. Koenigsegg's a good boyfriend. Volkswagen's exactly. a trashy one. Exactly. Yeah, Koenigsegg is the one that like just mails you flowers that work out of the blue. Yeah. And Volkswagen's they like Volkswagen's they get like the one discount orange filled chocolates. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I guess I'll give these. And they have sex with their secretary. And then you give the nasty chocolates to your significant other as the apology to make yeah. everything better. Exactly. Yeah. That's how so Volkswagen you don't want is. Volkswagen as your boy slash girlfriend. Yeah, no, but you do um, want Koenigsegg. Yeah, so, so anyway, I think the moral of this story is Koenigsegg is better than Bugatti. And we'll yes. send you flowers. Yeah, they, they and will. Koenigsegg will send you lovely flowers. And, yeah, they won't. Uh, so speaking of Volkswagen and stuff, yes. um, I remember when we were talking about how Uncle Tom uh, was saying that he was thinking about doing a Porsche version of an MR2? Uncle Tom is in Tom I'm, Next Door? I'm, I'm sorry, not Uncle Tom. <laughs> that, that was a slip of the tongue. I meant to say Tatsuya Tata. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That is a big slip, Ryan. <laughs> well, he is an Uncle Tom. I think of him as Uncle Tom in my in have uh, you, my head. Have you read the the cabin book? Yeah, yeah Uncle Tom's on? Cabin. Yeah. Yes, I have read it. I don't read books, but but I'm also using it as the par- the term though, which is not fair. We talked about Uncle the Tom. word parlance, which is an excellent word. That is a great. That is term. a really great word. That's People the parlance of our time. Yeah, I know. It's just ugh. so. I guess. Um, the yeah, Uncle Tom was saying that Toyota actually makes a lot of really good stuff, and they could put they together do. an M two MR two from stuff that they already make. Yeah, which is well, we weird. talked about this. This is word for word what I said. I was gonna say like this. Yeah, and he says I've made two cars uh, by working with other companies, and it's a lot of work. And that's really liberally using the term I made for a car uh-huh. since the uh, like FT eighty six as a Subaru. Yeah. The FT86 is just a Subaru, and the Supra is just just a BMW. Uh, They didn't make anything. They slapped their logo on it. In the same way that GM made the Prism, which they didn't. Right. Whatever production line it's on is who made it. I really... And in the case of the GR Supra and the Z4, they're both contracted by BMW to be made by Magna Steyr in Austria. But if you look at the inside of a GR Supra, the climate control is BMW switch yeah. gear. The what? column's a BMW yeah. switch gear. It's a BMW. The shifter is a BMW um, part. It's all. Oh my god! I almost good? fell over. Yeah, that was that was weird. Okay. Um, anyway, but Ryan anyway. had a chair malfunction. <laughs> I don't know exactly <laughs> or how a that happened. Hey, uh, it could have been that. <laughs> uh, but no, this Remains is. To be seen. Yeah, it, I'm. Mm, yeah, it's quite. Yeah, he just he uses the term I made very liberally. I, I don't like him at all. I think, you know, I, I guess we should be happy that we have somebody that works for Toyota that's interested in making sports cars. Yeah, I like both of the products that they've collaborated mm-hmm. on quite but a lot. But in the same way, it's like say it's like if Hillary Clinton was president and say, well, at least we didn't get Donald Trump. It's like it's still not anything to aspire towards. Yeah, but it's in, better. In the, but okay, but I in mean, the era where everything is CUV. Yeah, uh, you you have to collaborate to make vehicles like That's that. That's true, but I mean, like, Mazda's got the real Bernie Sanders out there making cool cars. Like, it, it, Toyota just seems to take... Mazda doesn't have anything rear-wheel drive except the Miata. Yeah, but they also put manuals in literally every single car. That's true. Like, no, you, I, I love Mazda. I do. I'm, I, I think... I'm fairly confident even the CX-9 has a manual option. I don't think it does anymore. I, er, in fact... It does not. It does not. The CX five and three do in certain yes. trims. I think the nine did at least at some point. I think it's you based get it. on the edge, so I don't know. Uh, 
I don't. It might be. Think but anyway, so. I'm just to go ahead and say it, and you've just never seen one because okay, fine. I can't verify it, and, be and a I lot cannot happier. disprove it at this moment. Exactly. So. so until you can prove otherwise. All right, I want to <laughs> talk about a car we talked about. I think a couple episodes ago, and is the Porsche Taken, which yes, is the photographed Taken here. Right here. Uh, Jay, you see the Taken? It has finally oh, lifted yeah. Vale officially yeah. um, with its 5,136-pound curb weight. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's that's pretty much all I have to say about that. I um, should say it does come in Etna blue. This is, is a lovely color right here. Yeah, um, I really like that Etna blue on that. I like the red of. accents. I'm sure they're an optional extra because Porsche stuff always is. Well, yeah, the calipers and the wheels yep. and probably the seatbelts. Yep. You know, but the, it's, the, it's a nice. I mean, the, the balance here between this Etna blue and this... Uh, is it Guards Red? I think this is yeah, Guards yeah, Red. Yeah, it's Guards Red or yeah. whatever Brimbo Red is called. Yeah, yeah. I think the Porsche Red is Guards Red. But yeah, yeah. here... Oh, wait. Ryan, is this... Oh, it's M.M. Oh, this again. is the M.M. Maersk again. Shoot. All right, can we... Oh. Um, can you Google again? How do we keep making this mistake? Uh, you can't tell a difference. Uh, They're the same thing. All right. Yes, Corey? Oh. <laughs> Our sound engineer is back because he... Oh, here. Okay. It's so similar. <laughs> you literally can't Same tell. Color. Can we get the, old, the original? Wait, look at. Go back for a second. Look, the, this is uncanny. It is Wait, absolutely. It is exactly the same. Go back. The there's same even vehicle. one with the same blue and red. Oh, really? Oh, is it the golf right over there? One? This That's one? it, yeah. Look at oh, that. perfect. Yeah. This is great. All right. All, right, All the so. different colors. Anyway, it's officially lifted veil. There, I think this is. Is this the ship or is this the take can? I, oh, I don't oh. know. Wait, this one's from Motor. That one's from Imger. This is from Motor One. So the Imger one is the one that's of the Imamarisk. Okay. Yeah. So this is the so this, this is the car. This is the car. Yes. I think yes, so. Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so uh, 94 kilowatt hour battery, two speed PDK transmission. I'm standing by the fact that this oh. is a PDK in the back. I thought I had one of these. Oh, which saw a Salter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, might two stroke diesel. That right? diesel might be in the Marisk. I can't tell. I don't know. It's it's really it's a gray we're, area. It, it, we we're we're confused on what. Anyway, what. so I'm just gonna keep toggling back and forth because I'm pretty sure it's one of these two things we're talking about. Yeah. 94 kilowatt hour battery. Um, the literature that was announced with it from a lot of auto publications say that this runs that ZF two speed transmission, but oh. it doesn't. I'm almost confident of that because ZF bundles a motor that's no more than 140 kilowatts to that transmission, and this car has 750 horsepower. And the rear motor makes at least 500 of that. So, so, so one this second. is a Porsche train. One second. Yes. ZF also told BMW to do fluid exchanges when they should. Yep. And BMW didn't listen, so why would Porsche listen? That's true. Porsche is probably just shoveling like 500 horsepower through a 190 horsepower motor and calling it good. Right. Yeah, so, I bet that's what they're doing. So they're only getting that much power out of a 1,820 liter engine? Yeah. Yeah, it's not that efficient. Yeah, we should no. do the math on that, actually. It's 750 horsepower divided by how many liters? Let's see how many horsepower per liter. 1,820, or 108,000. So let's, let's use like an S2000 as a reference. So it's 240 horse, or sorry, 120 horse a liter. Yeah. So what do we what do we got? How many liters was it, Corey? 1,820. Okay. And there's, how many horsepower? There's horse too many numbers. 1,820 liters? Divided by 750. So That's 1820 though. So it's only 0.41 horsepower per liter. Oh, that's not oh. great. It's actually pretty pretty poorly. So I'm not exactly sure. Apparently, this one of these two things just set a Nurburgring lap time record, and then I think Tesla called them out. I got 2.42 horsepower per liter. Oh, I must have skipped. You a... divided the wrong. Oh, I did a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it, okay. Uh, that's, that's, that's what I got. Anyway, I, I, just... I did. I must have done the math wrong. 
Because the Wurzel Salter engine is much, much more efficient. Also very reliable. Uh, yeah. Also, the base price on this car is $174,000. That's almost as much as the MMRSC costs. This is $40,000 more than a well-optioned performance Model S, which is still faster. Although okay. You should be aware when you buy one. It does burn through 1,600 gallons of fuel oil per hour. Uh, that, that is How 16... many gallons per mile is that? It's more than three gallons per mile. Anyway, I, I still don't know which which one of these is actually the car and which one's the container ship. But there's no I think way to this tell. is it because there's a Eurovan in it. This, this is definitely owns. the livery. Yeah, this has got to be the proving grounds. So we're yeah. just going to leave it on this. I'm pretty sure this is actually the take-in. Yeah, this is the take-in. Um, yeah. yeah, so there you go. It's, it's announced and nobody cares because it's way too expensive and slower than a car that's lighter and cheaper. Yep. It's just not a good car. And I it's mean, it's steel. a fine car. It's it's got a lot of new tech in it that's going to be huge. Yeah, I don't, moving forward, but it yeah, itself, it's going to make the e-tron good. But this car is, is Burger. You um you, you notoriously hate pre-war cars. I do. All right. Thank you, Jenna. So you you, 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 you don't think that the uh, that the, the Duesenberg Model uh, X was a very good car? I probably don't. Um. So. That had a bunch of new tech for the era that was very important for the world. We've already talked about most of the tech in this car, and I've already publicly said that I don't like the transmission and things I like know, that. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, this car is an early Duesenberg. It doesn't matter. Like, the ones that are cool yeah, are the Yeah, but Duesenbergs influenced a lot of vehicles that came after. Yeah, but they were no good. <laughs> yeah, but they were a bit crap. <laughs> the, the early ones were no good. It was the later ones, like the SJs, those are the cool ones. Fair so. enough. Yeah, but anyway, so there's anyway, that. I don't uh, want to cover it anymore because we've already spent plenty of, of time on old cars. Today, the weather is dreadful. It is. It is cold and rainy and soggy. I, before I left my bed, I asked Alexa, I'm like, what is today's forecast? And she's like, currently it's cloudy and 54 degrees. Today you'll see a high of 58 degrees and scattered rain showers. I'm like, hmm. Wonderful. Gross. See, I didn't have, I, I, I was at Ryan's house, so I didn't have Google to yell at this morning. So I yelled at him and he looked it up on the internet. Okay. Yeah. And so then he told me. It's just a, a analog middleman. So yeah. this is, uh, we, we went to, after Wheels of Italy was kind of a bus, we went yeah. uh, to Linden Hills and went to Cheese Louise, which okay. is delicious. Um, they do uh, gourmet grilled cheeses and actually no have really good choy. Um but I was thinking, I was driving, I, I, I like driving in weather like this. It's kind of nice to drive around, calmly yeah. listen to, you know, Bossa Nova and look at houses. Um, and I was wondering, what is the best car to take to a rainy Sunday morning brunch? Hmm. Like, okay, the, so, no other qualifications. You know, just... I, I would assume you probably want to go something that's a little bit, something that's got really... Like, how far away is this brunch? What kind of roads are you going to be on? In the city. Okay. Uh, you know, maybe some some fun side roads, you know, neighborhoods, not terribly fast or anything, but you know, calm, fun. Uh, it, so what I was thinking of is I wanted a car that is got it's really cute. It's got a happy face when I walk up to it, it makes you feel happier. Sure. It's got good proportions, drives well. You know, it, it's not too stiff. Like you're comfortable in it, but yeah. it's still fun. And the big thing is. It's got to have a lot of light coming in because it got, it's got to keep you happy. And what vitamin? Well, yeah, I've got D seasonal affective disorder in this in this hypothetical. So, yeah, well, no, I actually do. So, yeah, <laughs> you have sad. I think so. Aww, yeah. um, that's sad because I get I get really bummed out like all winter. I have a sad lamp for you. That'd be great. 
have but, a happy uh, lamp. So the car I came up with, okay. I had to look really weird and stuff. Um, I came up with the Innocenti C Coupe. If you can bring I'm that up. I'm going to have to. Okay. It, it, typical with you, it's something I have no idea how I, to spell. Well, Innocenti, I-N-N-O-C-E-N-T-I. And then C, the letter C. And then space, coupe. So this is the one I came up with, with being the one that I think I would want the most. Which one of these photos do you want blown? Uh, let's do, um, I, I want to see the front end, maybe a lighter color. Um, that, you know, let's look at the, yeah, that one right there, that green one. That's pretty happy. That's a happy car. Well, is it reliable? Uh, sure. Okay. Well, actually, yeah, because I used the, a Mini Cooper engine. Okay, yeah, so that Austin four-cylinder is pretty good. Yeah, so that's a pretty good engine. Um, As far as a happy car, it's got a good-looking face. It makes me happy when I look at it. It's got a nice big... It's a great color. It's a great color. It's got a nice big glass house. Um, It's based based off more of like a commuter car, so it's designed to be a little bit more... um, A little bit more functional and drivable. Sure. uh, And then the other thing is, is it's... Just weird enough that everybody else doesn't get excited to see it. Sure. And this is the sort of car that gets, like, girls excited. I mean, look at that. Like, what kind of girl would not get excited to see that? I mean, I guess you have a point. So this one would definitely be my choice for what I would do. I've been churning through the entire time you've been talking, and I've gone a lot of different directions already in my brain. But I think because the Isetta is a little bit too slow, Yep. I would normally choose that. I would actually go with a Jensen Interceptor. That'd be a really good car. Is it? It's a really nice looking car. What about BMW reliable. 700? No, I don't like how those look. Okay, yeah, a Jensen Interceptor would be really good. That's just J- such a classy looking J- car. Jana disappeared right when it was a return, so we have to come up with filler. Um, yeah, so let's go go with the Jensen. Yeah, I'm just What's up also the nice about here. this is the Jensen Interceptor. You have a V8, so you got the power. Yep. Uh, the car is really exciting to to look at. Uh, um, oh, oh, I, didn't, don't I didn't do the photo link thing. Uh, d- do one with the front. This one right here, the Hemmings one's a really good one. Right, it, it just Meh. okay. That's her. Uh, I guess you're. Gonna... This website sucks, by the way. Yeah, never, that's the same. Just go to the Hemmings. Never one. go to ClassicTrader.com. Although I inadvertently plugged the website, that's terrible. There you go. Perfect. That's a much better picture, anyway. Um, no, this is a really good car, and it's all-wheel drive, which is huge. Yep. Yeah, this is one of the first, probably actually the first four-wheel production car. Four-wheel uh, drive production car. All-wheel drive, yeah. But, um, no, this one would be a really good one because you could also drive this in, uh, uh, why green. is this green? I don't know why it's green. Let me refresh it. Nope. All right. It's, it's just green. green now. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but what's what Your I really like, uh, yeah, what, what I like about that <laughs> is that since it's all-wheel drive, if you're in this situation in winter, yeah, you'll have a completely calm drive. And that'd be another... it, it may or may not start because this is carbureted, but it's carbureted in British. Yeah, yeah. So it has a Lucas points distributor on it. Probably it will not start. It then. probably you're you're gonna end up taking the bus or walking. So hopefully you got a good. Do you have a mulligan in case this one doesn't start? Because you're gonna have to own two cars. Uh, Might I recommend a 1960 Jaguar E-Type Coupe? That'd be a good one, or a 1965 Toyota Corona. Or uh, screw this BMW 2002. A, B, a 2002 is a great car. Jan's back. Um, she ran down to go do something in the downstairs. Some business. Yes. So let's see. Uh, Jana, what would your pick be for like a cute little fun car to take out to brunch on like a rainy day? Like today. Yeah, something like today. Like when we went to brunch, what would have been the perfect car to drive? A Mazda yeah. 5 is an acceptable answer. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I really like that Fiat Multipla. Oh, the Fiat yeah. Multipla? That's a great car. The original one. you can bring one. your buddies. A Fiat 600 Multipla. Yeah, just... Yeah, mul- not, you're talking about the new, not the new one. No, not the new one. Yeah, th- this is actually a great car. Uh, you have a very good point with this car. Another Petrolicious Link. Whatever. We were watching a uh, Petrolicious review of the owner... Of Petrolicious's Alpha collection, like, don't it kept you just saying go VIN to number. Brunch? Oh, I know. I know yeah, I this would be a great car to go to brunch with. Oh, now I want to change my mind. I want to do the Avant Time. That thing's got Ooh, giant yes. panel sunroof. That'd be a really good one. Yeah. An Avant Time would be a really, really good car because the big thing is and like it's some, reliable. It has to be something that's really cute and makes you happy. And has a lot of glass. In There's it. no time that a Renault Avant Time picture comes up on the display that I don't smile. Yeah, that's it's a car that makes Love you that objectively thing. happy. I absolutely adore the Avant Time. Um, but yeah, can we also bring up a '65 Toyota Corona sedan just so people can get an idea of what my follow-up is in case my weird um in case my weird italian car doesn't start this is my other one that i'm a <laughs> massive fan of that's a great picture right there i wish google images was old google images because yes. it literally would just have a button to click to do you're also this, using firefox which, which is an excellent browser i know but firefox is the reason why you can't do that so right click maybe There we, there we go. So that's the uh, the other one that I would choose. It's a Toyota Corona. It's uh, got a fair size glass out or greenhouse on it. Yeah, you can, you got really good visibility out of it. It's really fun to drive. Uh, it's also as reliable as the Sunrise. It's got an R twenty in it, so it's like or yeah, sorry, a twenty R. Well, eighteen or a twenty R, but it's, it's going to have like an R series Toyota four cylinder. Yeah, yeah, it's going to have like the most reliable engine of all time. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, nothing to worry about. So this would be my yeah. One. I wouldn't I wouldn't be worried about that reliability even fifty years. You know, if if I years. walked into a garage and I opened it up and my two cars in there were an Innocenti Coupe and a Corona, I would not be mad. Like that's a great collection of cars. Except they're both like the same era. And, yeah. Well, I guess one's a coupe and one's a yeah. Sedan, well, one's but... a coupe, one's a sedan. They're both like mid sixties commuter cars. They're really adorable, and they're affordable and they're reliable. Like that's a perfectly good car. So, so I think that, that that'd be the perfect car for a rainy Sunday. We brunch. talk about quite a bunch of obscure crap here. If um, you have a better pick that you want to tell us, uh, you can become a Patreon and let us know. Actually, yep, uh, we would love to hear about that. Um, what's the uh, Patreon link? It is patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. There you go. So, yeah. Well, anyway, let's uh, let's let people go on their way. Have them go get their own Sunday brunch. I mean, yeah, see if, see if their answers can props. be as good as ours. Yeah, like, let, let me know what you would drive and let me know why I'm wrong. And I'll tell you why you're wrong. It'll be a great time. And you can at reply us on Facebook, too, if you want us to that belate, is true. Or, sorry, belittle you in, in public. public. Yeah. Yes, yeah. public belittlement. There we go. Well, <laughs> We're thank, really good at that. <laughs> thank you for listening. Oh, shoot, we can't leave now. Oh, what did we learn? What did we learn this week? Oh, I so in my class, I'm realizing I'm becoming an old person. Okay. Because well, in college, there's not many millennials left. It's mostly Gen Z nowadays. And so I'm learning a lot of Gen Z slang. Like, I found out instead of 100% or hunt as if, like, our slang. Sure, yeah. It's now hundo P. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Are we going to become what the boomers are today someday? Yeah, eventually. Oh, yeah. that's going to be kind of lame. 
Because I, I just feel so old while I'm talking to them. Because I'm like, oh, I, I, I can quote vines to you, but you were a baby when vine died, so... No, when it originated and died. Yeah. Because vine only lasted a couple of years, but... Yeah. I mean, it came out when I was in high school and died soon I after I guess it, it took a while to really gain a foothold, but... Yeah. Well, my typical in their entertainment news that I learn moments before I say it sure. uh, has been completely ruined on my phone because I've been listening to a lot of uh, Mambo music and a lot of, of course. translating things of course. from metric to imperial. So it thinks I'm Spanish right now. <laughs> so everything I'm getting is Spanish. My second phone, all my mailers and text messages are in Spanish. Yeah. And I don't know why. totally just ruined. Uh, anyway, so... Mine is that Boris Johnson has no idea how to actually do anything. People and people in England will believe anything because they believe that he can actually be a functional politician. So that's what I learned. Okay. Wow. Um, did I you guess... hear, did you hear about what he did? No. He kicked out half of his party, and then he said he tried to force a early election for a, a Brexit vote for a no deal Brexit, and he got noped. Five out of five times, every single day this week, he had a um, a hearing with Parliament, and every single day there was a overwhelming no to what he said. And he even tried to block a no confidence vote, and they said no, you can't do that. And he tried to, to he tried to break up Parliament, and they said no, you also can't do that. So it sounds he, like a dynamite chap. Yeah, he's terrible. He's <laughs> he, he is actually. <laughs> Like dreadful. Yeah, he's he dreadful. Said he he he's quoted saying that um, he'll uh, die in a ditch before he um, does something that he'll like die he... in a ditch before um, he says no to a no deal Brexit. That's what he yes. said. Yes. Well, hopefully somebody no, puts him in a ditch then. And and we the archaeology tea club on Facebook is providing a ditch for him. Nice. That's yeah. very kind of them. Now, yeah. we should also note, uh, Boris Johnson, if you're not familiar, he's the one that added the congestion charge to London. Which I think is a good idea. Which doesn't really make sense because you can't really help when people have to go to work. They go to work when they go to work. Yeah, but they can use alternative means of transit. This is true. But anyway. But it's encouraging people to buy, like, Cayenne hybrids, which is not solving the problem. No, it's no. not. He, he put a Band-Aid on, a political Band-Aid. Yep. Uh, so there you go. That's what I learned. Uh, I learned that it is impossible to go to a bachelor party and not get glitter on your body somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who's bachelor party? You don't know them. And it was, <laughs> remind me to never go to a bachelor party ever again, basically. Especially if it's downtown. Oh, yeah. We didn't go to a strip club this time. Teddy bar. Teddy bar. Anyway, we'll catch you later this week. On that bombshell. Thank you for listening. Bye. And we will catch you and on Wednesday. And I really Wednesday. like gl- glitter, so it's fine. Jana loves Bye. glitter. <laughs> <laughs>